Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I'm jumping in here to tell you that this show has joined the Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support some cool fiction podcast creators like Tal Manier, Bloody FM, Ransom Productions, and me. Apollo Plus shows are ad-free and I've got some pretty cool bonus content. And if that sounds cool, you can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopodcast.com. Again, that's apollopodcast.com, or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support. You're listening to a Gravestone Production Podcast. Previously on the Epicast... Vesuvius, Demetra, and Tassi engage the Katasviti. Summon the disadvantage on all attack rolls against other targets other than me. Okie dokie. Uh, Why would you take that on yourself? <laughs> because, okay, my Why plan is... No, yeah, here no, it comes. My... Legendary action. Alia alerts the Katasviti and draws the fight to the caldera. Alia, you see all of a sudden the Catasfiti materializes in the caldera. No. As it seems to exit through this sort of translucent bluish door. What? It dimension doored itself? But when Vesuvius lands what should be a killing blow, the Catasfiti retaliates. So you you find a spot and wedge your sword in like up and in underneath one of these scales. And as you pull it out, instead of blood leaving the wound, fire guts out of the wound as the Katasfiti reels back, as its scales suddenly invert color, the red turns to black and the black to red, and its body begins to heat up, and you watch as its wounds cauterize. What? I fucking knew it. The epic continues now. Welcome back to the Epicast, everybody. Hello, hello, It's good to be here. I'm your game master, Scott Graves. With me, as always, is Nicholas Meyer. Hello, it's me again, playing the same old stingy Hellboy Vesuvius with the the flaming, the big old sword. Last episode, I realized I didn't really (laughs) describe my attacks that much. And I want to just write, it's always with my big sword. If I don't specify, you guys know, it's my big, my big flaming swords I got in season one, Colossi. It's my boy. It's my guy. It's my favorite. Colossi sentient. No. 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 Not that we know of. <laughs> no. Yet. Shutting down my dreams and hopes. All right there. I, one I've word. Given okay. Players sentient items before. Katie knows she has one in one of my other I games. I do. And I'm very careful about when I hand them out because they're very hard to run as a game master because half the time For you're sure. forgetting them, but then half the time they have to be this like weirdly hyper intelligent thing. And then also time, like if they're dumb as a rock, you're like, well, they aren't contributing as a narrative device. Cause like you want a sentient sword to be a narrative device, not as like so much as a, a just familiar, I guess in my opinion. So sure. Sure. That's why I'm like, I don't, I don't hand out I a lot of magic items. Pretty sure there it's was okay. a game where I accidentally picked up a sentient sword that corrupted my soul, but we never finished it, so I don't know if that's what was going to happen. Oh, that was the Amen. Yeah, with the Amen. Yes, it was going to. Don't worry. <laughs> I do. I do have squirreled away in my notes somewhere 
under that game, a plan for a return for part two of the Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Which is Amen to that. We did an all paladins <laughs> dungeon crawl. <laughs> it took me like it took people explaining that word to like that to me for like ten minutes for me to get the pun. <laughs> I just did not get that pun for like a really long time. Anyway. <laughs> Amen. Anyway. Post oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go reverse order on the table this time. Wait, what were my fun oh, facts? You're right. Fine. Give it to me quick. Sorry. <laughs> I just want to get I think last episode we talked about we we're gonna do childhood yeah, stories we for were. the fun facts. Oh so, wait, what? Not yeah. for us. How for was our about Vesuvius' childhood? Uh. Um a, th- a story from Vesuvius' childhood is this one time he like stole some food that he wasn't supposed to have because it was like a delicacy, but he really wanted it. And he was going to get punished for it, but one of his buddies actually uh, stood up and actually said that they did it. And it was someone that he met on the plane that he was on. And they basically got like extra sentencing for it, but Vesuvius didn't get in trouble for it. And uh, he's always been super thankful to that dude whose name is Bartholomew. <laughs> Good old Bart. Nice. Uh, he's just a really chill. Yeah, he's, he's a really, he, he taught, he taught Vesuvius a lot about morality and helping others, which is not always not a lesson you I guess. Sure. Sure. Can I go now? Yeah. Yes. Happens, everybody. <laughs> hey. Hello. I'm playing Demetra. I forgot that we were doing background fun facts. Uh, fun facts. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have really have one from uh, Demetra's childhood. I mean, was it well, all she has gloom? No, no, it was a happy childhood for the most oh, part. They come um, up with something random. Well, no, the young well, adulthood. <laughs> it was a sad young adulthood. <laughs> yeah, but she has an older brother named Atticus, uh-huh. uh, who's ten years older than her. And so he became uh, he became a, a a warrior to the uh, noble house of uh, Nasotis, which is the basically the paid, uh, their house house uh, Arakai was a vassal house to the greater house of Nasotis, but he became a soldier in their in their ranks. Cool, cool. Obviously, since cool. Uh, since he's ten years older than her, so yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting across from me, Katie Ming. Hello, hello, tis I. I am still playing Alia, and Alia's fun fun childhood story is when she was a baby bird, and she was learning how to fly. She really, really, really wanted to, but she just could not, like, throw herself off the edge, because <laughs> she kept grabbing on, sure. and she couldn't get herself to actually go off, so, so her mom took her flying... And dropped her. <laughs> learned the hard way. And she loved it because she was able to learn how to fly without having to be afraid anymore. And so she had a good time. But she also was not told in advance that's what was going to be happening. She thought it was just a nice little trip. And then she got <laughs> dropped. So. <laughs> but yeah. And then she got to experience flying for the first time as a small baby bird. Sorry. Reminds me of puffin throwing season. Yeah, puffin throwing season. Jessica Simons, everybody. Hey, y'all. Usually, I would absolutely be all over this type of thing. Anyone who's ever had to create characters with me knows that I live for that type of stuff. 
I think it's super fun. But I'm playing an amnesiac this time, so I don't have a childhood. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's your fun fact. Devoid Uh, of childhood. Yeah, it's a void, and it hurts when she tries to think about it. Just like a sad, staticky black thing. Like like, like, like when you close your eyes at night and you kind of see grainy stuff. I forget. Have we gone over the two memories that you have? No, but that's what I was about to get to. I was going to get to one of my memories because the other one is not good enough for a childhood memory. (laughs) But I do have one retained memory that is sitting at the base of a cliff at night, looking out at the stars at the very edge of the water. But, you know, the waves are super gentle. And there is a bright fire. And I am sitting across from somebody that's kind of framed by the light, but, you know, in silhouette. It's Everything's kind of blurry to what she remembers. She's not quite sure why, but, like, it's kind of like looking through a foggy window. Um, but her sides were hurting from laughing so hard. And it's warm. And she is, like, truly content in that moment. And the only thing that stands out clearly about that memory is the fact that the person across from the fire had like bright gold eyes. All I could think when you said you're at the base of a cliff near the ocean was the base of the cliffs that my people live at. (laughs) To see a baby harpy getting chucked over the edge. (laughs) Um, I think we remembered. remembered We figured out that that memory of the other person is Mara. Yes, and thinking about that with our fun, juicy details is, I think that probably is going to be who Mara was, though I have no context as to when that was, if we knew each other when we were young, if this was like six months ago, there's no telling because Tassi does not remember any defining features of Mira other than her eyes and in that memory, nothing else. So. When last we left our intrepid adventurers, Nick had just, or Vesuvius had just stabbed the Catasfidi Synthari in the side mm-hmm. and pulled his sword out, pulled Colossi out in a jet of fire burst out of the wound, cauterizing it as the black snake with diamond pattern, red diamond powders inverted in color, becoming the, and roared in this red with diamond, black diamond pattern snake. Your turn is not over. Vesuvius. Oh no. I'm going to continue doing this. I'm going to see this and with renewed vigor uh, continue <laughs> to swing. It's 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 my... vigor. <laughs> Sorry. With renewed vigor. It's vigor. Ah, yes, master. Vigor. <laughs> vigor Morrison. Vigor here is going to attack him with my flaming sword again. Vigor Suvius. Oh, uh, I still have advantage on this, which is good cuz that's a natural one. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> 18. That'll hit. Oh, thank God. Okay. Oh Wait, and that one hits? No, 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 no. no, no. no. Oh. He, had, he had advantage. <laughs> yeah. You ever failed so badly that you succeeded? <laughs> All right. That's, that's, um, I forgot to add more damage from the last roll. I've also. <laughs> yeah, you can't I've talk now. I've D&D correctly. I was making fun of Caitlin last time for not doing. <laughs> Sorry. That's 19 slashing damage. Eight 19 fire damage. Slashing. And I'm going to burst that seal. For four necrotic damage. Okay, and that's the end of my turn. Alia, it is your turn. I'm gonna keep calling that lightning. Yeah. Strike. And while the lightning is striking, I'm gonna try to grab some flowers. But I'm gonna do the lightning damage first. I mean, what's his deck save? Oh, right, sorry. Bentidos. 
Oh, yeah, that saves. But he still takes half damage. Half damage from a bolt of lightning. All right, so that's 18 points, but halved. So, uh, nine. Nine. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I'm also going to land and try to grab those flowers. Bonus action, you can grab those flowers. How many do I get? Each one is, is the plants are very similar to a tulip. Hmm. So you would kind of go just grab one bud unless you wanted to. And I would say he's probably picking one, like, and securing it safely would be a whole bonus action. Okay, so it's not like there's, like, in benches and I can grab two. No, I say, I say grabbing one at a time. Okay. So if you wanted to grab more, you could. Okay. Um, there's some more in that area. Great. We only need one, right? Yeah, but if something happens and we lose it or it gets burned or something, you know, it's nice yeah, to have I mean, a backup. Yeah, extra. So we want to make a lot of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, It is Synthari's turn. As you pick that, the, the gentle, very faint snap mm-hmm. of the the flower's stem mm-hmm. draws the attention of Synthari. His head just whips around stares you down. And it's going to move forward. Um, can I take my reaction and take an attack on it? Uh, yeah. Actually, everybody can take an attack of opportunity against it. Sweet. Excellent. Natural 20. It doesn't go anywhere. I have Sentinel. <gasps> oh, wow. Roll to confirm the crit. Uh, that would be 21. That is a crit. With yes. Spyro. <laughs> You got your cool crit. Oh, yeah. Heck. I forgot. That's exciting. Oh, go ahead and oh, roll right. damage. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. And on a critical hit, you gain an extra 4d6 cold damage. The target is going to make a constitution saving throw or is gain the grappled condition attack? as ice forms along its mm-hmm. form. Ooh. What was I your confirmation roll? Uh, 21. 21. So it has to be the yeah. 21 constitution. And also, don't also I don't get sneak damage. No, I think it's as a reaction uh, attack for Sentinel. Uh, I don't believe I get sneak attack yeah, on that. It's, it's and just you, normal. You used uh, your sneak attack on your last turn. Yes. So, so uh, this is, but yeah, I do yeah, get the forty-six yeah. from the cold damage and the weapon damage. Natural one <gasps> on the purple die, so it fails its Constitution okay. save. So not only can it not move, it is now grappled and covered in ice. You even need Sentinel. 22 points of damage from the hit and yes, grappled now. <gasps> Stay there. <laughs> Does that include the frost damage? Includes the frost damage. Okay. Yes. Does she get to do the table too or is that instead of the table? Uh, you do get to do the table. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> Roll me a D100. Oh man, I gotta find my 100s. I never use these. It's only a 33. What type of damage is that? It does not say, but it is a short sword, short so that sword. would probably be slashing, I think. Slashing, slashing, slashing? yeah. Uh, do you remember what you rolled for damage? Twenty. For the for the weapon die. Just the weapon die. Mm-hmm. Eight. Eight. Because this is triple damage, and the target is blinded for one d four plus one. Oh rounds. shoot! Oh, oh wow! So. So. I mean, you get up in its face the like that. So you add sixteen onto it. And it's blind. And stuck. Again, that was a really good reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Five rounds. It is blind. 
Oh uh, Vesuvius and Dimitri, you still gonna make your uh, attacks of opportunity? <laughs> I I made mine, Scott, and I got a twenty-seven to hit. That'll hit. And I got twenty-seven damage. Nice. Oh, wow! Mess yep. it up, yep. and then stay down. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Ugly snake. Statement. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. Ooh, I almost just took those from Vesuvius. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Was was like, nice try. Only 89 hit points. Oh. <laughs> um, and Demetrio, <laughs> what was your... It was a 21. To Ooh, hit? Nice. That'll hit. Roll damage. Get him. Is it 10? 10 damage. <laughs> Did you Ooh. add your modifiers? Okay. Okay. It's bloody. Oh man, we just did a lot of oh, damage. Oh, already? Damn. We um, did just do a lot of ton of damage. That was like a intense crit. That was yeah. amazing. So how, does, how does Sentinel on this work? Uh, so Sentinel is when you hit a creature with an opportunity attack, uh, creature speed becomes zero for the rest of the turn. Okay. And they provoke opportunity attacks from me even when they take the disengage action before leaving my reach. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Interesting. Um, oh, that's so funny. Cool. Well, in that case, <laughs> it has no <laughs> other option than to cast mirror image again. Oh, God. Oh, no, we should have given another option. <laughs> uh, I get blinding it now. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't affect it. It's blinded. Yeah, it's blinded. It's blinded, it's which means like you guys are. Uh, you guys have advantage against it. Yes. Um, it is blinded. It is grappled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, what what else can we do? To it? <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna go. Really go and attack with my uh, trident. Uh, fourteen to hit. Yeah. Do I get advantage? advantage? Oh, not disadvantage. You get advantage. Yeah. Okay. So first roll was an eighteen. Yeah. That'll hit. Second roll. <laughs> that that's still a fourteen. For the second hit. Okay, the, the second attack will miss. Okay. You, you chink off the ice that formed around it. But your first blow lands true. That's only an eight. Eight damage. Okay. Demetri- uh, sorry, Demetri, you just ended your turn. Tassi, it is your turn. I am right on it, so I'm gonna get it with Spy Pago. Spapes, uh, help me. Spy Pago. Yes, I was right the first time. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get it. What goes around comes around, I guess. That's natural, natural one. one. We're all to confirm that. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. How the fates have turned. How the oh, tables have turned. the turns have turned. Tables have turned. <laughs> oh, shit. I get a critical so fail. Success so into a critical man. fail. Okay, you know Oof. what? For that, you are going to dice jail, mister. Do you want to spend a fate token? Would that be able to help to us undo it? To the confirmation room? Uh, cannot spend fate tokens you on can't. critical hits. I rolled. Aww. Give me a d100. Because I realized that the idea of just being like, no critical hit with a fate token was super boring. Yeah. It's an 82. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, oh shit. 41. Oh, no. I'm that so afraid for you. Oh, no. Melee. Oh, no. Bring him snap my own tendon or something I'm so stupid. glad I'm really far away from you. Snap <laughs> your own tendon? That's so evil. I'm pretty what sure that's an option that? somewhere. Oh, that's disgusting. It's bad, isn't um, it? it just doesn't make sense. Do you want me to re-roll? Any, yeah, I'm going to re-roll that. It doesn't make any sense. 
What was it? Can we just know what it was? Uh, it was just like a hidden ally, and I don't like that, so. It's a 91. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no. You're not even close to us. This is the worst table you can get, isn't it? It's 9,200. No. Table 50 is the worst. Great. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, Snap. No. Your weapon breaks. <gasps> No, oh, no way. No. No way. Wait, the special sword? The magical happen. sword? What? So, the way I will, no. I will rule this is it is it it breaks a little bit. <laughs> and it will just take its bonus down from a plus two to a plus one. Sad. It's oh. the type of now, thing that, like... I'll you point out, it. you're right next to a forge. Yeah, yeah that's true. I was going to say... Should you, you survive, you can probably repair it. Damn. Okay, okay. Good rule. It's like, Scott. you know what? I'm I don't really know rule. how to hit the ice yet. It's a super holy yeah, forge. I think, I think on pulling it out, like, it. It, it kind of freezes. It, yeah, it, it gets stuck, and it. Because when metal gets cold, it can get weird. And so you can just kind of, like, chip it in a weird way, mm-hmm. and, like, one of the runes gets, like, a little broken. Dang. Dang. So. We can fix it. We can fix it. Just make oh, sure you don't forget. Okay, Vesuvius, it is your turn. That could have been a lot worse. <laughs> could have been, been a lot worse. Yeah. I could have just been a lot broken. <laughs> that would have sucked. Broken, explodes. That would have been so sad. You'd just gotten that weapon. Hey, we could have we could have spent a fate token to not have that happen. It's no. a good thing that wasn't a spell. That would have been rough. Yeah. What was the spell? It's true. I want to know. Is it a backfiring spell? Yeah. Oh. Vesuvius, it's your turn. Okay, I. I don't want to be boring you just keep hitting it with my sword, but I've used everything else I can use. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Would you like to recharge um, something for a fate token? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I will. Um, how many tokens? Wait, how how many fate tokens do we have? Three. That is the thing. You guys have three. We have we have three. Let's say, here's what we'll do, Scott. Here's what we'll do. I am going to Belfon and dine it, and I'm going to attack it twice. And then we're going to see how it's looking after that. Then I'll make my decision. Okay. Okay. That first hit is like a 29. A uh, 29 will hit. All right. It's going to be 26 damage. Okay. Freaking epic sword blazes through it. Uh, I need to know the damage differences. Oh, you little bastard. All right. Um, That would be... So yeah, it's was, 20, 26 so it's 10, damage. It's 10, fire, it's 10 fire damage. So 16 slashing, 10 fire. And then I'm going to attack it again. 19? 19 will hit. Sweet. All right. Okay, that one's actually good because I got almost max slashing damage. That's 18 slashing damage and then three fire damage, which wasn't going to matter anyway. It's okay. How is it looking after that? It is looking very beat up. You could say severely wounded. Oh, do I, I don't. I don't want to necessarily steal the kill again, or do I? Hmm. <laughs> How's everyone looking? I have taken after not including the temporary hit points that I don't. I don't have anymore. One point mm-hmm. of damage. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, Would have taken more, but <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but Tassi over here interrupted it. Indeed, I have. I am at mm. fifty-five out of fifty-seven, so I've taken two. 
Wow. Oh, I know. I just doing all right. Caitlin. Yeah. What? I, I am at, um, I'm at oh, 58. No. I got to heal. How do those first attacks back? Okay. That's bad. I'm, I just I destroyed two mirror images. You destroyed two mirror images. There's only one left. Oh, well that's okay. Uh, I'm at a, I'm at 58 um, out of 104. <laughs> in that case, with the mirror image, I think I will. <sighs> Go ahead, tag it again. I will use a fate token to recharge my invoke authority. It turns in a so, fate token, so that I am going to attack it twice and I try to get rid of all those mirror images. So I'm. Swinging again. Oh, that's a 27. That'll hit and makes contact. All right. This real one is going to do 13 slashing damage and nine fire damage. Okay. And then going for that last, that last image. It's 22 to hit. Makes contact. Ooh. All right. I'm going to break the seal on this one as well. Ooh, that's like minimum damage for Oof. a lot of it. So that's eight slashing. Okay. Five fire and six necrotic. Okay. It is quite literally you did the same amount of damage. <laughs> so it's, it's it's where it was at the end of your first, first two attacks. Alright. 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 That's so my that turn to move it to Alia. Phew! I'm going to do the exact same thing I did last <laughs> turn. I'm going to keep up the lightning and I'm going to take another flower. Okay. It's grappled. Fixed, but isn't broken. Uh, it is going to succeed on its dexterity saving throw. Mm, the twenty-six. Darn. That's okay. I also take half damage. I really want to know what would have happened if you'd failed that save. Let's not find out. That was twelve. So in half is six points of damage. Six points of lightning damage. Damage. And I will pick another flower. She picks a second flower. Okay, it is Synthari's turn. Oh dear. Synthari is Best. grappled and blind. blind. <laughs> and pissed. And very, very mad. <laughs> you don't say. So mad, mm. it's going to go, it's going to pull it a more dangerous stunt. Um, Ooh. and it like looks the- down at the ground opens mouth and a fireball falls <gasps> out hits the ground and explodes dexterity saving throws from Tassi, Demetra, and Vesuvius oh my gosh <laughs> and <laughs> okay. it, <right>? and Synthari <laughs> that's Is hilarious I take l- himself out with a fireball he's resistant to fire damage they from what it seems save. like ah. So and they pass their save so it seems like they're probably going to take like a fourth of damage Ooh, that's a nat 20. Let's go. <laughs> the highest Vesuvius can even roll. <laughs> okay. Yes, the maximum I can get. <laughs> yeah, mine's kind of low for me. 19. Once I get buffed. Shut up, Chess. <laughs> oh, what? Okay. I rolled a 9. <laughs> Tossy got an 18. 19. 19. Fail. Good. Uh, uncanny dodge. Demetra? Uh, 20. Pass. <gasps> what does Uncanny Dodge do with the... Uh, half damage for me. Oh, okay. If she had actually succeeded and had Uncanny Dodge, then she would have had no damage. Yeah, it would have been evasion. Or that that might be what I'm looking for is evasion. Or yeah, unva- evasion. Yeah, evasion. There we go. Level 7 rogue ability. That's the words. 
So we're all taking half damage. I'm not. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. All the people in the fire blast radius. Thank you. You're taking full damage, actually, Katie, if you didn't, <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know. 17 points of damage Oof. is already halved. Oof. Oof. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a big fireball. That's Total big fireball. 34. 17. Glad I healed up with my freaking baleful interdates, then. Demetri, it is your turn. As its blindness takes down one round. Okay. Oh, and it gets attempt- it gets some attempts to break out of the ice. Yes. Strength. It's a fifteen. It says saving throw. It breaks. Dirty twenty. This is no longer grappled, so it cannot move, but it is still blind. I'm going to uh, roll to attack with my uh, halberd. Halberd attack. Okay. <laughs> Remember, you have advantage because it's blinded. That's that's true. Or- you do have advantage because hey. it is blind. Okay, so 28 for the first attack. That'll hit. And then... 22 for the second. Oh, okay. <laughs> 22 for the second. You rolled a 13 and it's plus 9. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those will both hit. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage. I was snooping. I was watching this. Like, I know <laughs> you, you were helping me. <laughs> um, Listen, math is hard. I get it. First one was four, 14. 14 points of damage for the first attack and second attack. Second attack is 10. 10. No, sorry. 12. <laughs> 12. Okay. <laughs> do you want to recharge your action surge? I, I can do that right now? Yeah. Yeah. If you spend a fate token. The fate token. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to give you ammo. <laughs> he sometimes uses it in our favor every once in a while. Like how that he gave true. you um, Not during boss fights. advantage. Usually. <laughs> no, he just like two turns ago. Watch him spend a fate yes, token he, to get rid of the oh, blindness. No, but then that's why he gave you disadvantage right after that. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he spent a fate token to help you stay alive at one point. I'm pretty sure, yes, but I'm pretty sure he also wants to use a three fate token cost ability. Oh. Which honestly might be pretty, might be yeah. pretty cool to see. So maybe we should spend Oh my <laughs> gosh. No. <laughs> I mean, I've been there. Sometimes you're like, I want to watch the world burn. Oh, or I just want to watch the thing do the cool thing. Yeah. The other thing too is that if you it, can weather the a three fate tax or three fate token action, you then have all four fate tokens and fate is completely true. on your side. That's so, true. Yes, Caitlin. Question: Is it Answer. is it too late to use my superiority dice? Uh, I would say so. Yeah. Okay, because I could add one to my attack and to my damage. I think, but no. I think if you wanted to spend one, it would be fine because we are beating the shit out of the snake. So we are doing pretty well in the sense that I don't think we're going to end up in a desperate situation. What if there's a third boss fight? Third phase? <laughs> I really doubt that. I don't think we'll hit a phase three. I've never seen that before. Okay. Um, I mean, I suppose we could to, go out of our way to pick another fight, but like, if, yeah, like it's up to you. Like either way. If I recharge my accent surge. Can I use it right now? Yep. Okay. You gonna do it? Use it if sure. you want. Alright, well, why not? Sure. Another fate token spent. We'll give like, Scott what he wants. I also am extremely I curious, but I also so am, I'm not talking out my butt here. I think we are doing very well yeah. with all of us still in decent health. Yeah, we're doing, we're doing, doing alright. Because it's uh, severely wounded. For sure, for sure. 28 and 24 for my next two attacks. Whew. 
28 and 24. Both of those are going to hit. Cool. This thing might... I don't know, man. Might, might drop before we get to... Before Scott can use, use something on us. We'll see. Uh, z- z- uh, 12 and 13. 12 and 13. Yeah. Is it like at one HP? It is. I bet. Barely hanging on, but my gamble is paid off. Three fake tokens coming back to you guys. (laughs) I fucking knew it. Oh, no. Sorry. What is my turn? I don't remember when I get to go. I just went right. Yeah, you're right. You're the last in initiative. You're right before Santhari. Ollie, you are exempt from this. (laughs) Katie, you were almost right with the critical hit there. Is this a legendary action, Scott? This is a legendary action. Those three fake tokens are to do... It's mythic legendary one action plus an additional fate token to allow it to do it in an area of effect that will hit the surrounding area of it getting all three of Tassi, Vesuvius and Demetria again and quite possibly it's dying breath (laughs) it is going to wreath the ground in flames No, the flowers. And light its blood on fire. Ah! Oh, Everybody give me another dexterity sick. saving throw. That's cool. Oh, I'm not and do this, this heat that is being generated is hotter than the fireball you just took. Oh, no. Oh, shit. That's um, a two. Evasion. <laughs> just going to say that oh, right no. now. Oh, oh, the way, no. The way a d20 works, ladies and gentlemen, is, is that the one? two is right next to the 20. <gasps> So I almost landed on a 20, but I, I oh, didn't no. today. No, it's a two. I mean, oh, no. How, Demetria, what are you at? She's at 41. Oh, she's at 41, <laughs> yeah. This might take me out, guys. This what might take me at? out, too. It's okay. I'm at 32. What, what are the totals? I got a two. Two? That's a fail for Vesuvius? One, yes. yeah, natural yeah. one, yeah. Well, okay, well, what, natural one. What's your bonus to Dex? Oh, plus it, two. There's no it's a crit- three. Oh, okay, oh, that's still okay. a failure. Still bad. A twenty-four plus evasion. You passed. No damage. Okay, Tox is gonna be okay. <laughs> Don't know about our two fighting friends. <laughs> two of your frontliners are going down right now. That's quite <laughs> possible. Time to re-roll. It's, def- it's definitely gonna happen. Time to re-roll characters. Does it take to bribe death again? <laughs> uh, I need a couple. It'll be, it'll be, it's not gonna be that much. Uh. <laughs> Why is he still adding? Because he's still adding. <laughs> he ho- he rolled a heck of an amount of dice. Fifty-nine points of damage. <gasps> Yeah, I'm all right. How how much does it take for them to be <laughs> like okay. dead? Dead. It would take like I don't know. eighty something uh, would, at this point. Negative half their hit points. Negative half. Oh, yeah, then you're yeah, fine. Uh, to take you to negative half. Yeah. You're good. I'm down. I'm definitely right. down. Yeah, <laughs> me, me, me too. Half. Yeah, they're both down, but they're yeah. not dead. So yeah. Take it so out. Demetra and Vesuvius are dying. Okay. And Tossy, it is your turn. Okay. Ah, jeez. Um, advantage on deck saving throws. Don't even worry about it. One second, I'm panicking and trying to read my inventory at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. 
Yeah. That happens to me a lot during Dark Souls boss battles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, bad news is, is I don't have any healing nectars, so there okay. is that. Just take him out. I'm gonna just, just kill him. Yeah, just attack just, just this attack. guy with everything I got. And you're uh, a swashbuckler, so you still get your sneak attack. Yep, I still get my sneak attack. Down. And hold on, where's the? How many does it take to bribe death again? Two. Two. All right, so I'm gonna spend a fate token to load the dice of luck on this thing. Okay. Not a bad idea. Uh, all right. Uh, that's gonna be a twenty-five to hit. That'll hit. Okay. <sighs> Four. Frantically picking up dice. <laughs> Tassie, what's your sh- dexterity bonus? Uh, plus seven. I think that beats its four hit points. Yeah! <laughs> 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 you, if you would like, you may describe how Spy Posse. Sp- blah, 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 spy Posse? Spy Posse? Spy Pago strikes true. Spy trip. Posse. Yeah, so this creature breathes the flames and she watches uh, Vesuvius and Demetra go down. Uh, shakes her arm out from where she'd hit it pretty hard, uh, almost breaking the sword last round. It's like, shit. <laughs> and I want to kind of dive and uh, angle the sword up and skewer it up almost in like a, a J motion to leave it up as far as I can go. Like kind of straight into its jaw, yeah, and then out through the top. Rip it out. Noise, noise. And Santhari reels back and then falls to the ground with a thud. <gasps> We're out of initiative. Oh my gosh! And I'm going to need the first set of death saving throws from Vesuvius and wait, wait, would, it, would my turn come before okay. that? Yeah, you can get something if you. Can I get to them? Uh. I got advantage on death saving throws. It's okay. I think Me I too. think they're gonna have to have to make it because you are. Oh yeah. You can get to okay. them, but you couldn't get oh. like healing off until until after they did that. Yeah. Uh, death saving throws. Okay, great. Yeah, go ahead. Caitlin, did you also take heroic destiny? I uh, I think so. Yeah, I have I have the defy death. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. Heroic yeah. destiny. We both have advantage on death saving throws, so I think we're okay. But I got I got a success, so yeah, we good. Oh yeah, you're good. Oh, you just have to roll over a 10. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Or 10 or over. How are you getting them back up? I'm going to rush up to them both, and um, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. That's the only spell that I have that's a healing. Let me see. Healing Spirit. The only reason I Spirit. Where's Healing Spirit? What, what level is it? You've used that like three times. I'm an idiot. Uh, great. Yeah, I'm going to use that. I'm going to upcast it to... I forgot it existed. I'm sorry. Okay. Honestly, the, only, the only reason I asked is because if, if one of them had failed on their death saving throw, mm-hmm. whichever one you chose to administer to second would have had them roll again. Yeah. Because if they like rolled a natural one in there. Well, I think this one lets me... Oh, no, it's still one person at a time. Well, yeah. anyway... I'm going to use that. I'm going to upcast it at third level. It's my last third level spell. I get the sense we might take a nap after this. Just maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That is seven points to Dramitra. Does that mean I'm back to seven? So you go from... Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're at seven. Cool, okay. 
Um, and different numbers, but still seven points. Fun <laughs> <to laughs> fact, seven is the, the average number of two, on 2d6. It is um, the most likely number to get. And yep. it's every six Thank seconds you. for one minute, so I get, get to ten. do ten. Great. Yep. That's a good I'm, spell. I'd five. like it to be known I've been rolling different d6s every time. Why? <laughs> because I like using lightning bolt in our other campaign, and I like having a lot of d6s. That's funny. I'm so lucky we had evasion in that fight. And once again, Katie healed us all very well, and we might or might not include that, because we love it, but it's not very entertaining. So they probably won't include that. <laughs> yeah. That's valid. Uh, yes, yeah, so the stairs on the landing overlook a deep, wide crater. This caldera must be at least a mile or two wide, over a hundred feet deep. It is hard to tell how deep the caldera truly is, as a rather large lake has formed in the middle. Along the edge of the lake, you can see a light dusting of purple flowers poking out from the harsh black earth. Near the edge of the caldera, you can spy several remains of the shed skins of gigantic snakes. The stairs off to the side of the platform wind down to the black ground below, where you are, and there are full of small holes in no particular pattern, though the integrity of the structure still feels strong. As you wind down the stairs, you realize that the stones stop about 15 feet above the ground, and this end of the staircase is melted partly. As you have seen, Alia has picked the two aconite buds, and you are standing next to a dead catasfidi. Should I grab a couple more just in case? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I think we should all carry some in our backpacks just to be safe. It's probably not a bad idea. Okay. Just in case one of us gets... Yeah, we'll go each grab a handful. Yeah, can I go grab two buds? Yeah. You guys can each grab one. Caitlin? Um, can can I rip out one of the fangs from the dead catasfeedy and yeah. take it with me? Ooh. Yeah, you can take a fang. Cool. How big is yeah. the fang in relation to my body? Yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> the size. Long sword. Great. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's what I thought. This is a, a gargantuan sized creature. It it could eat you whole. Mm-hmm. Easily, so, I'm sure. Yes, easily. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am small. Is that can that be made into like a weapon? Uh, I would say probably not in the scope of this adventure unless you oh. wielded it as is. I can't like tape it to a stick. <laughs> tape it using your tape. It's the <laughs> size <laughs> of a harpy, so like four feet long. Mm. I'm not that um, tall. And it's not it's like super skinny. Gotcha. How tall am I? Hold on. Yeah, how tall are you? You're like two feet tall. I'm not right? that it's four tall. Feet long. I'll, I'll, it's I'll four leave it feet there. long. Yeah. I am. Hold on, hold on, hold You're on. Like I'm two feet ten inches. It's twice okay, my size. It's twice her size. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's well, four feet long, and I would say the base of the the fang is has that like a foot and a half in diameter. It's thick. Sure, it's not it's thick not crazy boy. skinny. Mm. Um, it's a pretty sharp point, but in terms of attaching a curved thing to a stick, it probably be difficult to make it functionally in a way that would be useful. All right. So. But later. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying what you can't do is take it and stab it into an enemy as an improvised weapon. I'm not taking that off the table. If you wanted to do that, you can. It's got one charge of poison in it. <laughs> now Scott, so, because it's so big, would she be encumbered when she's wearing when she takes that? No. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I mean, logically, if it has poison in it, it's going to be hollow, so it's not that heavy anyway. Yeah. That's true. So. so. 
I would love to take a bunch of these scales to make in some cool ass armor, but I'm sure that my armor is already just fine. I don't know if it'll be buffed by this. I mean, I don't know. It might give me fire resistance. I, I, think, I think the thing to consider is how long it would take to make these things and the amount of time right. that you guys probably reasonably have. Mm-hmm. Right. I, don't, I wasn't thinking in the scope of this right. adventure. but You also have to remember the um, fact that this you're actively being hunted, mm-hmm. right? And right. a storm cloud just suddenly appeared and struck lightning several times, first over... Mara's tower, and now over the volcano. That's true. On two perfectly clear days. Did my god like it? Oh, yes, you do all get piety. <laughs> yeah! For sure. How much piety do I get? I would say you would get two. You cast, you cast an additional. <laughs> you, 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 you cast Call Lightning, you would get another thing of piety. Woo! Akai this officially a gets man. me to a point <laughs> where my piety is high enough where my sword is now a plus two. Oh, look at that! I will say you can go repair your. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna go fix my daggum sword. Yes, my wife's um, gonna kill me, or whatever she is. Yes, you can go. You can go fix it. I'm assuming you guys are gonna want to take a short rest over the course of that time. You can, can work in the forge. Mm-hmm. I am gonna require a check, though. Just roll a d20 because I think that's fun. That's fair. Can I guide you? Yeah, you absolutely can. Get guidance. Right. What is this for? A guide you to to craft and, and repair her weapon. Oh yeah. This is this is less to see how well you do it, more like how long it takes. <laughs> how much swearing you hear coming from yeah. the forge? <laughs> <laughs> Just flat d twenty mm-hmm. plus guidance. A fifteen. Fifteen. So okay. So yeah, yeah, you definitely can get it done in the short rest. I think it takes the whole short rest. Mm-hmm. What time of day is it? When did we last sleep? I believe it's midday. I don't remember. Because oh. I believe you left in the morning. Yeah. 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 We left early and then yeah. hiked for a few hours, fought our way through here. That's it. Fair warning, I'm pretty tapped on spells right now. I got okay. like two first, one second, one fourth, and that's it. I got no thirds. Yeah. No. Um, we'll be taking a long rest here, I think. You do find in the forge room. There's a couple magic items in there. Oh, hell! I knew it. Yes, I'm so excited. As you you may remember, Vesuvius. Uh, oh, there I was remember. Illrigger who left behind something called Delia's mantle. Uh, so this cloak else. of dark cloth interwoven with fine metal fibers is engraved with the symbol of an Illrigger of a Bathus on the brooch. For Illrigger subclass, that would be the Shadow Master School. It grants plus okay. one AC. And allows the yes. wearer to use a bonus action to teleport in a puff of brimstone smoke to an unoccupied space <gasps> oh. 60 feet away. That's so cool. That's a, that's a once 60. per day use, but yes. okay. okay. Recharges si- at dawn. Did you say 60 as in 6 0? 6 0. Oh, that's awesome. That's so as if it would be cool. 16 feet. <laughs> Six and, feet. A, and a, on a map that uses five feet squares, you can teleport 16 feet. <laughs> I give you the cloak of social distancing. <laughs> um, there is also, on a different workbench, a small shard of Asteria. Ooh. This oh, small teal rock set in a seashell and hitched to a cord to form a loose necklace 
would grant a druid that attunes to it the ability to cast cantrips while in wild shape. Whoa. Yes. The shard yes. also cool. has three charges that can be spent to cast leveled spells while in wild shape. Once spent, these charges reset at dusk. Nice. Yes. So. Yes, I'm going to take it. It's mine now. What's it called again? A shard of Asteria. What was my thing called? Delia's Mantle. D-E-H-L-I-A apostrophe S Mantle. A-S-T-E-R-I-A A-S-T-E-R-I-A Perfect. Asteria being the realm above, Nishval being the realm below. If you are interested, Caitlin, you could find a good shield. Ooh. Like... It's in, in the forge room, or in the forge room. Like so, the one of so one of the blacksmiths must have been building a shield, and they've got one finished. So, mm-hmm. if you are looking to find a way to increase your armor class, the shield would be handy. Okay. Wait, I, I don't know if I can use one. Hold on. You can use a shield. You could use a sh- your shield and your trident, but you couldn't use your shield and your halberd. So, uh, well, well, then would I have to just discard one? No, you can carry all three. Oh, okay, yeah, then I'll, 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 yeah. I'll go find a shield. Yeah. You just yeah. have to choose which ones you're using at a time. Yeah, okay. just like, well, like when you, at the beginning of your turn or at the end of your turn, you can say, like, I'm going to use my shield and my trident, or I'm going to use my trident two-handed or my halberd. It's just one of those things, like, you can't be, like... I'm gonna use my shield and my or my, my halberd, and then switch to my shield and try to the end, and then switch back at the beginning. And then, like that, that doesn't yeah. work. But yes, you can you can choose between the three of how your combination of how you're using them. Okay. Is so, it is it a spe- shield? Is a plus two AC. Is it a special shield? It is not a special shield. Oh, everyone else got special stuff, so I was wondering. <laughs> to metagame a little bit, your special stuff might be in the temple of Nimely, uh, of Nimini. Just, just maybe. Just maybe. Maybe. Scott has no idea, though. I, but you're right. I have no idea. There's definitely not a module in front of me. So, yeah. So, what's your guys' plan? Well, I think soon you're going to want to take a long rest. Mm-hmm. Because we did a Very whole bunch soon. of battles and stuff. Yes, the question. But I guess do we is, want to do it here? Do you want to do it here? We're in the previous room, like before the forge, the bedroom. No, no, I was talking about like, well, uh, the statue room. Yeah, because it seems like, especially since we are, we like earned the respect of that god mm-hmm. last time, that that might be a safer like around a safer place to sleep instead of outside the, the caldera area where Well I'm thinking that's a good good idea, but not to sleep in that room, but no. to use that as like the, the room yeah. like yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that's what I meant. But like the they obstacle. can they can be our guardians while we sleep because it seems like I think they'll protect us. <laughs> I mean I think they're gonna attack anything that comes in. Yeah. Unless it's a worshipper of this god, potentially. Mm. But I don't think there are any of those left on the island. No. I mean, we don't know, but it was super, super dusty when we got here. Mm-hmm. So what we could do is we could hole up in that bedroom because it was kind of a hard to get into bedroom. Yeah. And there, the likelihood of them climbing or flying up the caldera is pretty small. Especially if they don't know if that thing is still there. Although I guess they'll assume that either it's dead or we're dead. So 
I agree. I think these sables might give us a little bit of um, a defense if we want to. Mm-hmm. I know. mean, the issue could be then when we're leaving, if they are just going to wait us out. Yeah. We don't but, have a lot of ways out of here. Yeah, but we also don't have a lot of other good places to hide and sleep no. where we'll be protected. Yeah, our only other option would be we rough it in the woods and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good with if they here. have. Yeah, if they have things that can track us anyway, then like might as well stay here where we're like at least moderately defensible. Um, yeah. If somebody wants to, they can roll a survival check. Ooh, am I, I good at that? that? I'm I'm really good at that. I'll do that. Yeah. It's twenty-two. Your best estimate is that your pursuers are half a day behind you. Okay. Based off of the timing of your last long rest. Okay. So they'll probably reach us before we're done with the long rest. <laughs> yes, but also if we do still have guardians out front that will hopefully attack them, how would we get out? We could try climbing the caldera. I mean, if I, I suppose if I, if I were to wild shape into a large enough creature, I could carry people out one or two at a time. Guess. I don't know if I have. I think it's their best bet. Uh, that good of a wild shape. Um. So half a like little less than a half a day's worth of rest isn't a full rest, correct? Mm-mm. Correct. Yeah. You need eight hours. Okay. I mean, I guess we could try to go to the temple, but find like a cave or something before that. Mm-hmm. That might be a good idea. I know it's not as safe, but. They're going to track us here first, and then they're going to mm-hmm. look for us elsewhere. I could always... I can still pa- uh, cast path, Pass Without Trace, mm-hmm. so that on our, the start of our journey, at least, they won't know which direction we're going from here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say anything about upcasting, if I were to upcast it, if it would increase the duration, because the duration is an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, the only, the next highest spell I can use, because I have second and then I have fourth. I have one fourth level spell. If I were to upcast it to fourth, would it, like, increase the number of hours? Yeah, I would say you could do that. Because then we could potentially... You add another hour per spell level? Yeah. Because then we could have it be where we don't make any sort of traceable track behind us for three hours. Which would make it even harder for them to find us after this. Yeah, that would probably throw them off really well because they would come here and then they'd be like, where the hell did they go? And especially if it's scent tracking and past that trace prevents that, mm-hmm. then it'll make them have to figure it out for a while. And they'll probably fight their way through the, the sables to see if we're holed up. Yeah. So Sounds like it'd distract them for approximately three hours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, give mm-hmm. us three hours of time. At so that minimum. seems like give us just enough time if we get there that we would have enough time to rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before getting on with our stuff. So let's yeah. do that. Seems okay, like great. a good okay. idea to me. So then Pass without trace and head to the Temple of Nimini? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll expend that fourth level bet. spell. And that is where we're gonna end our session. We will be back in two weeks. Hi. Everybody, see you next time. Thank you for listening. Our cast this season consists of Scott Graves as your Game Master, Caitlin Evans as the Fighter Demetra, Nick Meyer as the Ilberger Vesuvius, Katie Ming as the Druid Alia, and Jessica Simons as the Rogue Tassi. 
The Epicast is produced and edited by Scott and Nick, and our intro-outro music is recorded and produced by the wonderful Wilson Moyer. You can find the amazing background audio used during the game at tabletopaudio.com. The character art for the season was done by Andrea Thomas, at Andrea Artistic on Twitter, and can be found on our website, gravestoneproductions.com. If you like the show, there are three things you can do to help support us. The first is to leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. Reviews there are incredibly important to getting new eyes on the show. The second thing, which is just as important, is to share us on social media and tell all of your friends. Tag us on there at Gravestone Crew on Twitter and Instagram. It is always more fun listening to shows your friends are listening to. The third thing is, if you have the financial capability, of course, buy us a coffee as a thanks for the work we've produced. We love doing this, and any support in such a way helps us continue to do just that. Or you could buy some of our really cool stickers, or even the rules to the Fate Token system, or the Game Master notes for Season 1 so you can run the game for your friends. You can find all of these on our buymeacoffee.com. It's buymeacoffee.com slash gravestonecrew. There is also a support button on our website, and you can learn more about the other shows we do here at Gravestone Productions by going to the theworldwideweb.gravestoneproductions.com. No one shall see us because we are passing without a trace. (laughs) Oh, that's right. See you in four weeks. (laughs) (laughs) It's upcast. Ah, shit. Six weeks. Six weeks. Sorry, everybody. Damn it, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I just want to say that this show has joined the amazing Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support a bunch of shows like Mars Fall, Wireland Ranch, Someone Dies in This Elevator, and this one. You can listen to shows ad-free and get tons of premium bonus content on over 40 shows. For us sci-fi people, I recently listened to Mars Fall, and they have a whole miniseries, interviews, and albums of the show's unique score on there. All of it for $10 a month. That's like having a Patreon account to 40 podcasts for the price of one. On top of that, 70% of your subscription goes directly to creators. This support helps us with getting these shows produced. I know every penny that I earn through this program goes straight into the next season's budget, and let me tell you, as an indie podcaster, every cent helps us keep doing what we love and helps keep the content flowing on a faster timeline. You can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopods.com. Again, that's apollopods.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.